Sunday, August 9th, 2020. Out in the woods, sitting down by a creek. Sort of looking through the rearview mirror. I was thinking back about these, uh, these first 10 episodes that I've done. And some of it's interesting to look at in hindsight. Episode 1, about work at home probably should have been called remote work or something like that because it doesn't necessarily have to be at home. That notion occurred to me the weekend of April 4th and 5th. And I guess we were about three weeks into the pandemic shutdown stuff. And my mindset had shifted from defense to offense, trying to figure out things that might change permanently coming out of this and where those opportunities, uh, where opportunities may lie in that. I guessed that maybe 25% of the population actually could work at home or 25% of the workforce rather could work at home or remotely afterwards. MIT came out a few weeks later with some findings and their estimate was more along the lines of 34%. And a lot of what was in that was that episode sort of looked at this as a black and white scenario and it's really more gray there may be some who work at home part-time or remotely part-time and in the office part-time a lot of it was presented as black and white but not black and white a few weeks after that episode by the way i thought of this on april 4th and 5th and expected to start reading about it that week And I saw nothing. It was all stories about how the workplace itself was going to change, but nothing about the permanence of that work-at-home phenomenon. A few weeks later, Nationwide announced they were shutting down eight buildings in Columbus, Ohio. And when that happens, for competitive reasons, what's Allstate going to do? What's State Farm going to do? I touched on the rush hour notion a little bit, but didn't expand enough. The idea was if it's 24 or 30 per, 34, 25 or 34%, pardon me, of the workforce that's no longer in rush hour, they're not only saving the headache of rush hour, but rush hour itself, of course, changes dramatically with so many fewer cars, many fewer, if that's even a phrase, on the road. But interesting stuff. And also, if you look at Manhattan, I think it'll be fascinating to see what happens there. You have folks that have $2 million shoeboxes they live in somewhere in the city to avoid that horrific commute who won't have to commute anymore. Surely that will impact residential property values. And in turn, commercial as well, one would assume. It'll be fascinating to watch what happens in New York City. Episode 2 the PPP. I had noted that there had been a trillion in demand for the $349 billion in loans in the first wave and guessed that maybe $150 billion of that was due to duplicate applications or or multiple applications rather with, with more than one financial institution and took that 650 billion delta down 150 billion to 500 billion and then explored ways the 500 billion might get funded in two rounds. And it wasn't long before 
really it turned into one round and it was 484 billion so I missed it by 16 billion maybe 3.2 percent episode three a stroll in the Rona you know as things begin to get back to normal they do with teens as well although there definitely has been a permanent effect on my relationship with the teens in our house and I'm really grateful for it episode four drama kryptonite I just listened to it myself again yesterday good stuff episode five golf Oscar Delta the one aspect I did not get into in that episode was the notion of infinite regression when it comes to creation probably save that for some future episode episode six about seniors rising seniors um, tough stuff particularly tough because we're now entering the fall in a virtual format I hope that cleans up for them quickly we literally have zero cases of transmission from a child to an adult documented anywhere on the planet at this point episode 7 physically fit before mentally fit it's one of the core values of the company I work for a couple of tips maybe just one I picked up from Pat McNamara which is to start the day off by drinking a quart of water 32 ounces of water I used to start drinking about 12 ounces of water and it's amazing the difference that that has made uh, across the board it helps with intermittent fasting for those of you who might try to do those sorts of things but one quarter water first thing in the morning great stuff uh, episode 8 planets and pandemics I stopped at a year in terms of how we capture blocks of time in our mind but it actually goes even to decades and centuries as well and the reason it goes to decades and the reason decades are 10 years long is because we use base 10 math because we have 10 fingers little known fact episode 9 it's all relative well, I look at what's happening with relations in the country right now and wish more people knew how closely related we really all are episode 10 what was episode 10 oh coming back from the beach I think I'll let that one speak for itself make it a great week not so random thoughts from a grateful mind and soul hopefully with a dose of pragmatically positive perspective and prognostication that may or may not be of use somewhere else in the universe I'm big on gratitude, so thank you for listening. I'm big on latitude, so never stop contemplating, prognosticating, learning, and growing. I'm big on attitude, so maintain a pragmatically positive perspective. And today is a great day to be alive. Seize it.